Life's like a box of chocolates. Here in Shepherd, little spatulas, wooden spoons. It's a shepherd. He might make history. Some people would disagree. Oh, it's Chef Tales. Woo! Kitchens can be scary. Yo, we could slip on some dairy. Oh no, there goes Mary Berry. Oh, it's Chef Tales. Woo! These are genuine real tales. None of them include the eight gas mail. They are all Chef Tales. Ooh, Chef Tales. Woo! Every day he's making jet tails. Woo! Hello again, my friends, and welcome to the Chef Tales podcast. I'm your host, Maddie Boy, Bombhead, MJPJ, Matthew John, Philip Jones, son, father, husband, chef, caterer, and podcaster. Now, before the year was over, <coughs> pardon me. I did a bit of deep cleaning in my kitchen. And whilst I was doing a bit of deep cleaning, I stubbed my thumb. The right thumb. And not, I didn't, yeah, it wasn't the time. Now, I think I did it on the side of the oven. All I know is I, it really fucking hurt as I shouted, FUCK! At the top of my voice. I say, it hurt like a bitch. But I carried on cleaning. Put my Murray Golds on. No joking. I picked black rubber gloves instead. And I finished the job. I took no notice of, of it after that, even though it was hurting. A few hours later, though, some bruise, some bruising came out. And so I thought, as a rule of thumb, it's not black or purple like the last time. I thought I can still bend it. It must not be broken. Not again, anyway, as this was the right thumb. The mother-in-law saw it and was really concerned as she because there was red coming down the side of the thumb and she's had sepsis in her finger a year ago or so and thought that it could be that. It's now apparent after a doctor's appointment that some bacteria might have got inside of my thumb when I stubbed it as it had red as it was red and had pus. He also didn't rule out a fracture as well. Unless I went to an A to A and E to have an X-ray, the doctor did to prescribe, prescribe prescribe me with some antibiotics. One week later, and pus started to cover the area that was red. The pus, it was massive. The pus has gone from white to a light green, a mushy pea colour. <laughs> Charlotte would quite happily squeeze and pierce that, and had great pleasure squeezing out all of the pus. But I'm not under the thumb, though. She's not coming anywhere near my thumb, I thought. When I used to have blisters, I think I used to bite them <laughs> when I was younger. Don't ask me why. Disgusting. But I'm talking a long time ago. And anybody pick blisters, uh, blisters, scabs off and that kind of stuff. Yum, and eat them. Ooh, yummy. Eat the scab. Young, when I was younger. Anyway. <laughs> but not the not not the pus or the or blister. Anyway, um, once I've finished the antibiotics, I think that I I thought that I might have broken it though, as the you know, the thumb was still in pain. No thumb wars for me. Um, oh well, you win thumb, you lose thumb. 
It must be an omen, I swear. Charlotte brought me driving lessons. The last time I had driving lessons, yep, I broke my thumb. Well, I didn't... Well, it did finally burst as well. Yeah. Blister. And the smell. Oh, my God. It was fucking disgusting. Um, the different antibiotics done the trick. So, hopefully, we're all right now. On a serious note, we have a family member. We knew a family... Um, I lost their child to sepsis. So, all in all, it's not a laughing matter. The first day of Just Eat at the um, club, and I'd done two orders. Woohoo! I was like a kid as I heard the tablet make a noise as I raced to see what we had on. I did okay at, at first um, at, the, at the golf club before I signed up to Just Eat. Naturally, though, a few people didn't approve of this, though, which I'm not surprised. On dedications, though, dead quiet days when there's nothing doing, and take and we take a, you know, a few orders on there. Thank you very much. It all helps. Once we've done it for a few weeks, we can add on other things to the menu. The roasts, for example, would be great. Plus Yorkshire pudding wraps. Again, I think the both both will be popular. Like of anything, though, it'll take time to build up. But if that can bring in, I don't know, for the start, for 50 quid a week, something like that, just to help on the um, quiet days, <coughs> then great stuff. It's getting colder, and my old pal Tendonitis, tendonitis is back with a vengeance. Hello, you guys. One of my ex-girlfriends choked to death. It was a terrible blow. To be or not to be a horse rider? That is the question. What was Whitney Houston's favourite coordination? And I, I, I. Films. Spider-Man, No Way Home. I really wanted to love this film. Spider-Man is my favourite Marvel character of all time and since I was a boy. I enjoyed Tom Holland as Spider-Man. William, or Willem Dafoe is the... Best part of it, though, I think. It is brilliant. For me, he wasn't in it long enough, though. It was also good, obviously, having Toby Maguire and, and Andrew Garfield in it. It's a shame that they used footage from other Spider-Man films, though. Candyman. Not a patch on the original for me. Or its sequels. Well, from what I can remember, anyway. In the film, majority of the slayings are off-camera. The whole point of the horror is to see the person being killed. Charlotte was pissed that I watched it by myself, but to be fair, she didn't actually miss that much. Sing 2 was a good film for kids. The first one was good and the second one was also good. A drug dealer has been stabbed to death near where we are, caterers, and that happened, well, he was found on New Year's Day. Apparently, they were asking, they were asking, they were asking local neighbours about any footage from Ring Doorbells or CCTV going back from December the 1st. So he must have been there a while. Now, they've already charged two 16-year-olds. In the paper, local paper, it had. He was a really nice guy, one of his neighbours said. Another added, he kept himself to himself. No shit, if he was a fucking drug dealer, you are probably one of his fucking customers. They had six forensic vans there for weeks. 
as one of the members lives a stone throw away from the murder scene, he uh, he gave us a bit more info. The uh, drug dealer owed left owed money left, right, and centre. Uh, apparently, they cut off his fingers and split open his stomach. Right, that's some fucked up shit right there. That member, well, I say, who practically lives. He practically lives at the club as well because he's there all the time drinking at 10 in the morning. Then he'll play around and then he'll drink some more. He um, he didn't want to drive home because it could possibly be breathalyzed as the police are still around that area. To be fair though, he could be stopped literally driving out of the club, car park. One member was banned because of drunk driving. Do you think that he learned his lesson? Fuck no. He still does it. But this guy is more concerned of... If they're on his road, not, you know, don't do it, mate, is the fucking, is the answer. Just don't fucking do it. Most of them do. A few months back, I said that I had done the Great South Run. I'd run 10 miles, basically, without any training, and it was a massive kick up the arse for me to get myself back into shape. To get back doing what I was doing in the you know, best shape of my life, so on and so forth. Well, that's complete bollocks. I didn't change my ways. <clears throat> I ate crap. I didn't look after myself at all. Now that the fun is better, I've stepped back into the gym. I've done only one session, but it's the first initial one that you know gets you back on the uh, on the on the road on the good road. And I'll try to include. I'll try and include intermittent fasting again as well. Obviously, it might be a little bit more difficult now working. I've done it before. I can do it again. That's my plan. Um, and yeah, it does take, not speaking of plan, it does take planning out, excuse me, not just, oh, I'll eat that, I'll eat that. I have to plan out my weeks or, you know, days in advance in regards to food, etc., etc. Um, we had an, a usual email come through. Not, have any of you had this? Hi, hi, my friend. This is Mohammed. My, my father left his 500, 500, 5 million pound fortune to you. Bullshit. No, which we've had on numerous occasions. Not that email. It was from a du- it was from a p- producer from a local radio station asking if I'd like to be on his show. Basically, the host of the show has to guess my job in under two minutes. Here's the clip. It's time for the mystery guest. I've got no idea who they are or what they do. Two minutes to work it out. I've started the year, I think, on a fly. I've been re- I mean, really giving it 113% every single time. Made a few mistakes, but got close every day this week. Even got a few this week. Uh, I may have interviewed the person before. I simply don't know. Good morning, mystery guest. Hiya. Hi, how are you this morning? Yeah, not bad, a bit cold, but you know. It sounds like you're outside. No, no, no I'm in the car, but I'm just waiting for the heater um, yeah, to kick in. Yeah, to get to optimum level. It does take a while, doesn't it? In the morning, what I do is I put it on cold and I don't put the fan on. And I think it heats up faster than just putting it on hot with the fan on. Okay. All right, I might do that then. Yeah, because the water's going around the engine. I think inadvertently you're keeping the engine cooler. It's a little theory I've got. I'll come back to it later. Right, just listening to your voice. Yeah. Um, okay, you're quite matter-of-fact. I believe that you're a tailor. You make suits. You used to do them in London. You do them down here now, and you've never been so busy. I wish. <laughs> right, two minutes start now. Does it involve sport? No. Does it involve sport? Does it involve food? 
Yes. It involves food. Okay, do you make a food product? Yeah. Okay, do you, you make it so you don't grow it? Does it involve animals? Yeah. Okay, it's an animal food product that you are involved with. Yeah. You're the master of the pie, one of my favourite inventions. Well, I'm not master of the pie, no. Okay, but are you in some way a baker of some sort? Uh, well, yeah, you're getting there. I'm getting there, okay, but it, does it involve meat? Yes. Okay, so you're, are you a butcher of some sort? No. You're not a butcher, you're not a baker, you're not a candlestick maker. Okay, so what could it possibly be? So have you got a shop that I might come into? Mm, not necessarily a shop. Okay, not a shop. So would you take your products to places to sell them? I sell them on the premises. You sell them on the premises. So can I walk into your premises? Mm-hmm. A customer can just walk in. And is it just food you sell? Yes. Okay, but it's not a shop. It's a premises. What's the difference there? Don't tell me, don't tell me. Okay, you're the master of the pasty. <laughs> master of the pasty, no. Not the pasty. Okay, the pork pie. No. I'm fl Do you sell pork pies? I sell pork pies. I make pork pies. I make. I make bread. I make. I make everything. You've got a deli. You've got some sort of. You, you're, a, you're the owner of an award-winning deli. No. Do, do you make massive amounts of it because you're like a factory? No. You're not a factory. Um, I'm not a factory. Okay. Did you, but I, but I can walk into you as a member of the general public. You make all kinds of meat products. You're, you're breakfasts and things like that. I, I, you're, you're a cafe. You're an event. Oh. Oh. I don't know why I'm cheering. Uh, I'm out of time. Oh. I got, I got close, but not close enough. Your name and what you do, please. Uh, Matthew Jones, and um, I'm a chef. Matthew, you're a chef. Yeah, it's didn't... not close enough, I'm afraid. No, it's not. You're right. You know, it's not close enough. It needs to be spot on. Yeah, I thought you were going to get us far away with saying food. I thought, oh, no, it'll be over in two seconds. I did. I honestly, I thought I was onto you the minute we got to food, but not close yeah. enough. So, are you a chef for hire, or are you a chef at the same place? I am both actually, because I've got a, um, I've got a catering company. Sweet as that catering. It's what we do. I um, yeah. I've got a catering company and um, I do weddings, hog roasts, fine dining in, in people's houses. That's, that's what I should have gone for. I should have gone for yeah. catering company. It was eluding me, but catering is the perfect word. Catering company is yeah. the perfect way of summarising it. Uh, you're a chef at Sweet as a Nut Catering, which is a lovely name. Did you think of that? I do, I'm a Londoner, you see, so it's, uh, it's one of those, it's just uh, a saying uh, my old man used to say, and it's, uh, it fits in uh, well. And we're also the caterer at uh, the Highcliffe Golf Club. Wonderful. The caterer there. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a great brand. You're based in Bournemouth. Uh, and tell me, Matthew, uh, is it the case uh, that chefs are all exhausted at the moment? It is an exhausting job. We've heard so much about the hospitality industry over the last year and a half and people going, look, it's so brutal that a lot of people will just leave and do something else because, you know, if you can get more money at Tesco and all that sort of story. Is it as brutal as we hear sometimes? Yeah, it's not beating around the bush. Yeah, it is hard, you know, it's not just, you know, not seeing your family, you know, for 15, 17 odd hours and that kind of stuff. But then, if you, the thing is, though, if you don't love it, if you, if you haven't got the passion for it and put the effort in, then, you know, then it's probably time to call it a day. But yeah. it is hard, don't get me wrong. It yeah. is hard. There is 
great and reward. And yeah. yeah, I bet I bet it affects your life, but you're right, you've got to have the passion, because there's such reward in producing something. You know when you must produce something and you look through the window of the swinging doors and you yeah. see people sharing it with each other because it tastes so good and they yeah. go, wow, you've got to try this or people make an expression when the dessert comes in and you think, that's because I'm great at what I do. And that must be a lovely feeling. It, yeah, it, you can't beat that. I mean, I, I've been doing this the catering with the missus for... 12 odd years now but um, yeah it's uh, like I say compliments and just seeing people in, you know just the noises like mmm or yeah, things like that or, or even when the dessert comes out yeah it's just little things like that which just give you a little buzz I bet Matthew yeah. thank you for being today's mystery guest you've been great have a good Friday enjoy your weekend you too thank you very much Matthew Jones there owner of Sweet as a Nut Catering based in Bournemouth on BBC One welcome to a world First and foremost, first and foremost, I thought that I'd better get some free promotion in there. And so I did. <laughs> we do weddings, hog roasts, barbecues. <laughs> um, but finding out that one of the members heard me on the radio, that made my day. That was funny. Two-Face, my arch enemy, nemesis, comes up to Charlotte, my wife, my wife, and asks, why have I got a problem with her? He said things, this is her obviously talking to Charlotte. He said things like, I don't help. I don't help out and that kind of stuff. And then she also said, he knows that. All he has to do is ask for help. Yeah. Oh, load of fucking bollocks. So Charlotte, being Charlotte, said, well, we've heard numerous things that you've said about us. Things like, the caterers need to do their job properly because it's, it's ruining my chance of getting a promotion. She was shocked and unsurprisingly denied everything that Charlotte threw back at her. I think that she didn't expect Charlotte to have ammo, you know, or for her to, you know, actually come back with anything. Just for her to go, oh, right, okay, I'm, I'll give him, I'll talk to him, etc. But good on you, babe. Of course, she's not, gonna, she's not going to admit anything that she's done, is she? She's two-faced, after all. But she has been well up my arse again. Do you want a drink, Matt? I actually saw her carrying some dirty plates into the kitchen. And I kid you not, that was the, that's the first time in about fucking seven months. And taking some orders. It would usually be, somebody wants to order. Even though there would be nobody else in the bar. I thought that I was fucking hallucinating. But it's all for her own benefit though, no doubt. I don't have a problem with you doing Just Eat, she also added. Well, to be honest, it's not actually up to you, love. If the people... If, if the people who run the club have any sense at all, then they will not give her a fucking promotion. We had the opportunity to run the bar and catering when we first started. I wouldn't rule out doing it in the future either. And as for Two-Face, she's been called out for being a shit-stirrer. Backstabbing bitch. Should I do a part two to she'll shit on you? Hmm. I have got a song for this one, but I might do a follow-up of that other one. Dealing with anxiety, or when you're feeling like it's coming on, box breathing. Now, that's taking the breath in for four seconds, holding it in for four seconds, breathing out for four seconds, and repeating it. That shit actually worked for me. Try it out. Now it's time for Matt rants. Now, when I try to when I try to upsell 
things at the club. I also like to get feedback, like with any times with people order their food, of course. So I made my own pies, and I, yeah, I got a couple of people to order them. The pie was really good. The food is incredible here. That's coming from a guy who eats here every week and and a few inter intermediates that play there. Now, obviously, that feedback gives you incredible buzz, etc. I put on the Yorkshire pudding wraps with either pulled pork or roast turkey as a special on Sunday to see if we could tempt, tempt anybody. Like with the pies, I talked them up and two, inter two other intermediates ordered them. 10 minutes later, 15, 15 minutes later, I said to Charlotte that I was going to see how it went down. So I see their plates are empty. How was that then, lads? To which I said, well, I said, wow, it's food, isn't it? The mouthy little gobshite replied, it's food, innit? I replied, as if to say, you rude little cunt. Uh, it's all right, it was all right, mate, something like that, he said. I walked off and muttered those rude little cunt words under my breath. If that little cock tries his luck with his mouth again, he won't be fucking served. It's little pricks like that, that can just, that immediately put me in a bad mood after, <sighs> when I went back into the kitchen. Because Charlotte looked at me and said to say, yeah, what do you say? And then uh, I just went, that fucking little cunt came out of its food, innit? It's like my brother when he went, uh, it's Ponzi food, innit? Yeah. I do it for a fucking living. And then you have some little cock comes out of, as if it's just fucking nothing. But, yeah, like I say. Here's my new track. It's called 21 Seconds to Moan. I've got 21 seconds to moan. I've got 21 seconds to moan. Because if you like this, then please let me let me know. And stand back as you watch me be in the fucking zone. I've got 21 seconds to moan. Moan, moan, 21 seconds to moan, moan. Did you see me on that cooking show? Oh no. Did you see me on that cooking show? Oh no. Because I never was on one. But there you go. I've got 21 seconds to moan. Moan, moan, 21 seconds to moan, moan. What is this fucking guy on? Coco Dope, do you know what? It's probably the fucking both. He burns everything. He virtually touches. He's twice baked souffles that look more like fucking muffins. He has no clue what he's doing. This shit is driving me crazy. And my temper is brewing. Who gave this job? Who gave this kind of job? Actually, who interviewed him? It's my 20 seconds to moan about this dick enough now. This is making me physically sick. I've got 21 seconds to moan. Moan, moan, 21 seconds to moan. Moan, moan. If you like this, then please let me, let me know. Stand back as you watch me be in the fucking zone. I've got 21 seconds to moan. Moan, moan, 21 seconds to moan. Moan. Did you see me on that cooking show? Oh no. Did you see me on that cooking show? Oh no. Because I never was on one. But there you go, I was. 21 seconds to moan, 21 seconds to moan, turn the heat on the gas to hop dickhead next time because bear that in mind, the pan's to be red hot next time before the fitter goes in, yeah, you got this this time, otherwise it'll stick like shit to a blanket and it'll go in the fucking bin, just like there's number five, if you've done it right, this time, once it's in the pan, give it some time, don't shake it, let it cook, oh fuck it, never mind, I've got 21 seconds to moan, I've got 21 seconds to moan. Because if you like this, then please let me let me know and stand back as you watch me be in the fucking zone. Got to reckon. 21 seconds to moan, moan, moan. 21 seconds to moan, moan, moan. Did you see me on that cooking show? Oh no. Did you see me on that cooking show? Oh no. Because I never was on one, but there you go. I've got 21 seconds to moan, moan, moan. 
in with the A and a double T, that's me. Bombed my alter ego, obviously. In with the A and a double T, that's me. Bombed my alter ego, obviously. Everything that I do, everything that I say, makes no difference to everything that he tells me, chops, everything that he drops, everything that he slices, everything that he dices, because there's always something wrong with his jerk's work. He'll send you under, let you sort you out. I see Rocco's and runs for cover. You couldn't leave this knob for a second. He was proper bellin, far from being a legend. I'm a 21 seconds moan. 21 seconds to moan. Because if you like this, then please let me know. I stand back and watch me be in the fucking zone. I got 21 seconds to moan, moan, moan. 21 seconds to moan, moan, moan. Did you see me on the cooking show? Oh no. Did you see me on the cooking show? Oh no. Because I never was on one, but there you go. I got 21 seconds to moan, moan, moan. 21 seconds. Up, up, up. That's the end of. Uh... This episode of the Chef Tales podcast, I've been your host, Matty Boy, Bombhead, Matthew John Philip Jones, MJPJ. Stay safe, take care, peace. Life is like a box of chocolates, here the chef bird. Little spoons, wooden spoons, it's a chef blur. He might make history. Some people would disagree. Chef tales, woohoo. Kitchens can be scary. You could slip on some dairy. Oh, look, there goes Mary Berry. Chef tales, woohoo. These are genuine real tales. None of them include a Gareth Bale. They are ooh, chef tales, woohoo. Every day he's making real chef tales, woohoo.